Blog Talk Radio. championship last night yo what's up with that well he had Leo Rush helping him what else do you expect 
Leo Rush pulled the ring rope down. Seth Rollins bailed out, you know, got pulled over the ring rope thanks to Leo Rush. And then uh, Bobby Lashley basically took out Dean Ambrose, you know, and one, two, three, and, you know. But I, I tell you, somebody needs to put that little bozo in his place. I cannot stand Leo Rush. He was, you know, Granny, it's interesting because the promo before that match had Renee pissed off, and I was like, you're not getting stepped on if you got involved in the match uh, prior to that, my friend, you know. He, okay, so Lashley gets the Intercontinental Championship. Is that the only focus? No, I think not. Because, Granny, my favorite misunderstood individual was a tag team partner for Natalia and Bailey in a six-woman tag match against the Riot Squad, and the Riot Squad looked like they had seen a ghost. Yep. That was, Nikki Cross literally showed why you shouldn't play with her, because her version of play is not playing in a sandbox. No, definitely not. She, folks, I've seen her in NXT from the very first day. She comes from ICW. She trained under Finn Balor. And she also trained alongside Becky Lynch. It just took her, it took Nikki a little while longer because she was the class after Becky and Sasha and Bailey and all the wonderful talents you have from NXT. But you also saw EC3, Otis, Dojovic, and Tucker Knight, which that was funny during a moment of bliss, Granny. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't know what – I honestly lost my shit. I was like, oh, Lord, what, what are these two going to do? And Tucker had to go get him. I was like, just, I hope they wrestle because, Granny, these two, Otis and Tucker, are very talented. Oh, folks, by the way, I'm sorry I did not – Report the NXT UK takeover. Um, Pete Dunn did retain his UK title, which, Granny, this is going to sound awesome. He now has the longest wrestling title reign in history. It's over 600 days long. Wow. That's, That's a lot. That is longer than Hope. Yeah, longer than Hogan, longer than San Martino. Yes, of course, Walter showed up. He, I, there's a lot of progress wrestling that showed up, but Tony Storm recaptured, or not recaptured, she captured the NXT UK, <coughs> as they like to say, UK um, Women's Championship against Rhea Ripley. Very competitive match. And Rhea Ripley, Granny, kept saying, you haven't beat me. Mate, you didn't ever beat me, so I never really officially lost to you. And during, that was during the press conference. They were, it was getting heat, and she goes, didn't beat me? She goes, I went through Mako Satomura. I went through Io Shirai at Evolution to win the May Young Classic. And she does have a point. So I'm yeah. happy that Tony Storm, yeah, Tony Storm won the UK Women's Championship. The new UK title tag team champions, Granny, you're going to laugh your ass off at this one. So whenever Zach Gibson comes out, if you see Zach Gibson sink so bad, take your shoes off. <laughs> oh, my. If you see Zach Gibson, yeah. They actually, Granny, took their shoes off, and the camera panned around, and Nigel McGinnis goes, I'm surprised they could even afford shoes here in Blackpool. Oh, wow. It was so funny. And then 
He goes, Vic, put your shoes back on. I expected more professionalism from you. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yes, they had... It was fun. It was a no-DQ match, Granny. It was Eddie Dennis, who looks like um, tall, lankier uh, Ty Dillinger, uh, versus Bomber Dave Mastiff, which... Uh, Dave Mastiff looks exactly well. If you put a mask on, he could do a tribute to Vader because he does the Vader bomb, and it, it's very similar to. And Mastiff ended up getting tossed in the stairs, and all this happened. But it was a very historical night in the hometown of William Regal, Blackpool, England, had their very first NXT UK takeover. <clears throat> and I must say that place was electric from the very first opening bell because it was Mustache Mountain versus Zach Gibson and James Drake. The new UK tag team champion title champions are Zach Gibson and James Drake. But um, I will say this, Granny, if uh, if anybody needs a bruiser weight man that puts the title in his mouth and can bend limbs to no end, Pete Dunn is your man. I tell you. But, uh, anyway, so, so I'm sorry I didn't get the Go ahead, hon. <laughs> oh, so what did you think of the beginning of Monday Night Raw last night when uh, Braun Strowman was out there and, and Boring Corbin came out, you know, and got him all mad and upset and went chasing him to the back and, you know, Braun Strowman tore off the limousine door off the limousine, and then <laughs> Vince comes out says, um, I'm finding you $100,000, and you just lost your chance at the title shot against Brock Lesnar. And, of course, Braun Strowman proceeds to tip over the limousine and gets escorted out of the building by the police department there, you know, or security or whatever they were. So now, you know, now we have the, you know, the we have the fatal four-way between Cena and Drew McIntyre and Finn Balor and um, I just drew a blank on the fourth one. Sorry, fans. I, I watched the match last night, you know, and I watched it. And, of course, Finn Balor was victorious. But, um, oh, yeah, uh, Corbin. Yeah, Corbin was, Warren Corbin was the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. Boring Corbin, see, now, I mean, and he's so forgetful, that's why I couldn't remember who the fourth one was, so, you know, but, yeah, Finn Balor won the match, so now Finn Balor has the opportunity to face uh, Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble. I am going to say the following on that. I pray with all the WWE Universe that Mr. Ballard gets the fucking strap because if not, you are going to have a riot on your hands. Yes. Because technically, because is, that, is that not the title belt that Ben Ballard technically never lost because he got injured? Technically speaking, correct. And some people say, move on. I just tell them, look, we've had a champion that has been non-existent. I don't know if his attendance was in question and that he was laughing the whole time at Braun Strowman. But, Granny, I read recently the reason why they did it the way they did last night was because Braun Strowman thought he was medically clear, and then the doctors did a second evaluation on his elbow. No, 
Snowman ain't ready to go, so that's why they pulled all that, you know, escorting out of the building type deal. But I wish they would have escorted Corbin out of the building because I didn't. I drew a blank too when you were saying who was the fourth one. I said, well, who is the fourth one? And then I thought, wait a minute. Who was the fourth competitor? Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. He's so boring. He puts NyQuil patients to sleep. I mean, if you have a cold, you don't need NyQuil, Dayquil, Benadryl, any, you know. Just watch you know. Corbin for a little bit. Just watch Boring Corbin. You'll fall right to sleep. Yep, for I mean, sure. He, he had granny slobbering so bad, I had to get a canoe and paddle. It was that bad. I mean, for the most part, you know, because last night when when we were doing our show on Attitude Live, you know, Attitude Air Live, you know, Big Swing kind of asked me, you know, like, uh, well, Granny, do you think, you know, we're still, the fans are still getting what they want, or do you think they're going back to the same old, same That, I'm not sure. What they want. You know, that right now they are still giving the fans what they want. But, you know, only time will tell. That's why I told you earlier, Granny. Give it a minute. Because I know, I know what the McMahons are capable of. I know not just them, but Hunter and, you know, wonderful creative writing that people are doing. But, Jesus Christ, you know, better late than never, right? Wrestling. I, I mean... They, I just got done watching a recap of Final Battle while he's at work with Cody Rhodes and Jay Lethal and my God, Granny. The amount of times that Brandy Rhodes gets involved, you're just like, dear God, man. I get it. You know, they're doing interference, but if they, you, she did her job, Granny, because I guarantee you, like, well, I'm going to have to hold Granny back with some chains and a dog leash. Because... <laughs> I was like, you know, you know, fans, just so you know, when I'm at WFC, Granny never interferes in a match. I may talk a lot of smack to the people, but never interfere because I know I'm, I know I can't, I, I would get in trouble if I did that and I'm not going to interfere and I never will interfere, but you know, that, but that being said, I can't help it when they come to me and say, we're going to handcuff you to so-and-so. We're going to handcuff you to Richard Pierce. I'm like, okay. I had no idea that that was going to happen, fans. I mean, that was just out of the clear blue that they did that during to keep him from interfering in the match, you know, because he was London Collins' manager at that time. You know, that was just, that was, uh, that was unplanned, fans. You know, that just, that happened. And, you know, I've been at other wrestling shows. Yes, Tommy Dreamer took my cane out of my hand. You think I'm going to be stupid enough to stop Tommy Dreamer from taking my cane out of my hand to use it on somebody? No, I am not. If he just chooses to do that, that's his business. I'm not going to stop somebody like Tommy Dreamer. You know, but I never interfered. Just, you know, that being said, B-Train, I have never interfered in a match. <laughs> yes, but see, okay, anyways, um, 
let's see. The final battle matches, Granny, were so good. I was like, man, I I saw Bubba Ray, or Bully Ray as he goes by now. He was in a I Quit match, and he was against um, Travis Flip Gordon, or Flip Gordon as he likes to call himself, who was one of the guests on this show before he made it to the big times. And I don't say claim to his fame, but dear God, man, that guy who can high fly swings a kendo stick like no other. I've seen Ricochet swing a kendo stick or two, um, Prince Puma, whatever you want to call him. The one and only who's still in NXT. Oh, speaking of NXT, Granny at Takeover Phoenix, you have Shayna Baszler defending the NXT Women's Championship against the undefeated. Yeah, she's so annoying. Bianca Belair who has the longest hair I've ever seen. If she doesn't trip on it, I think she's got something on Rapunzel. Anyways, um, <laughs> oh, she's so annoying, Granny. She sounds like somebody that would be standing at the unemployment line and going, hey, where's my money? Give me my M-O-N-E-Y money. I'm like, I'm surprised. I swear, dude. Like, if you have time, Granny, to watch NXT, Bianca Belair, she's a good worker and all. She's a great talent. I'll give her credit where credit's due because obviously she's in it and she's in NXT and I'm not. But um, you're gonna okay. So Tommaso Ciampa, we they call him the Puppet Master in NXT because he tells Johnny Gargano, why don't you go after an important title? Why don't you go after the North American Championship, which is the equivalent thereof of the Intercontinental Championship? So he tells his former tag team partner, Granny, he goes, why don't you go after a more important title? North American Championship is an important title. It's historical because it just came out last year, uh, WrestleMania TakeOver in New Orleans. But I got to say, Granny, I'm not... I'm not so sure that Gargano realizes that Ciampa's just using him as a pawn to stay, you know, to stay clear of his precious, as he likes to call it, Goldie. He actually named the championship belt Goldie. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. yeah, and so he, Ciampa now faces Alistair Black, which Alistair kicked Ciampa's face in. And then Gargano proceeded to super kick Ricochet when Ricochet was distracted. So this is like the mess that is NXT, or they're in, you know, going through NXT right now. The NXT Tag Team Championships have, yeah, they're going to be defended at takeover. So there's like a lot going on in NXT wise, folks. If you haven't already done you can catch them on the network at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. No. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And they're only hour episodes long. Matt Riddle against Cassius Ono. Um, let's just say, Granny, Riddle tried to be nice, but now... He's the guy that comes out to a theme, and it's, it's so cool. He he goes, bro. He talks <laughs> as if, you know, he was stoned off his ass. So you can see he talks just <laughs> like Rob Van Dam. Yeah. And I was like, I 
don't know how Cassius Ono cannot befriend him. I mean, if you can't beat him, join him, they say. That's the old phrase, right? Well, Cassius Granny got beat by Riddle. He got tapped out, and then uh, these two, you know, they've been feuding for so long, ever since Evolve, ever since Everywhere they've ever been, <clears throat> Cassius has always felt like he's never been the shadow of, or in the shadow of Matt Riddle. But um, <laughs> after their match last week, Riddle was going to give him a fist bump, and Cassius walked away, and then he came back, and then he says, extend that fist, extend that fist. Gives him a discus clothesline or a discus form and knocks Riddle out. Oh, my. So... So yeah, I I can't tell you folks. Riddle tried to be nice, but now he's gonna have to go all out and basically destroy him. So folks, the roundup of Monday Night Raw, you know, from start to finish it wasn't bad, but the whole thing, Granny, that I didn't like, and I said this last night solo, I one was not a fan of Lashley winning the championship. I don't care if Leo Rush interfered. I really don't, because I hate that little fuck anyways. But um, that's, you know, a different story for a different day. I got 23 minutes. Let's hit Off the Rails Uncensored Wrestle Radio Network version first of the year in a long while, folks. Let's hit the music, shall we? Dig it. controversy ever since it's been open as a wrestling company. Sure, there's a lot of opportunity involved with this mess. Controversy as in the Young Bucks, Chris Jericho, the Briscoes, whomever else is signing onto this company, you know, Godspeed, you know, this is the new hot thing. Ring of Honor still around New Japan. I mean, there's shit ton of wrestling. ICW, CZW, depends on what your fucking flavor is. But Granny, <clears throat> As I told you before, AEW, ever since its inception with the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars taking over, and I don't know where they're going to do their shows from, all I can tell you is, to me, I don't take sides. I judge based on the product they put out or the type of product they put out. I'm excited about it. I mean, I I think it's going to be good for wrestling, Um, you know, because it's the only time will tell, of course, but I'm anxious to see what's going to happen. Because now it's on, you know, folks, the CW on Tuesday nights, and it's going to launch pretty soon. I just, you know, anything with Chris Jericho is a draw. Anything whatsoever. The man... Knows how to work a crowd. He yes, he does. The moment he picks, the moment he picks up that microphone, and the moment he steps foot or his entrance is heard, I can tell you from experience, he can either make you real upset, or he can just make you feel for him. Like for example, when he was feuding with Christian all over Trish Stratus. I mean, 
there were some nasty jokes going back and forth between those three, and I'm pretty sure it was approved and this, that, the other, but about what was said and what not to be said. Jericho's a genius, and he's also workaholic, which is not a bad thing. Um, from the moment I saw Chris Granny, I think it was 94, 95, when he first started, when he was his first few matches in ECW at 16, 17 years old, and then when he went to WCW, Dean Malenko and him had a, a few fights. So, not just the fights in WCW, it's how Jericho was able to get himself over and present himself to the crowd. Some people will say that he's not the only feature. It's like, yes, I realize Kenny Omega's going there because him and Jericho had a good old feud in New Japan Pro. I mean, their match at Wrestle Kingdom, holy shit, and Jericho's match with Naito this year at Wrestle Kingdom. That's why I always say the following. Don't judge a book by its cover unless you've opened up and read the pages. So, yes, I, you know, if I see something available like replay systems for AEW has on Hulu, I will watch their shows because I don't know about you, Granny, but I, I do know we all love professional wrestling and can't get enough of. That's right. I mean, folks, this is Granny's and I's therapy. We're all very weary about, oh, you're going to give the fans what we want. You're going to follow the same pattern that you, you guys did before? Like, you give us a couple months or a couple weeks where we actually are adapting to the show and liking it and sharing it on social media and talking about it. And then right when we do suspect that you do something we don't approve of. That's very true. Because I told Granny before they started doing this shit, oh, you're going to give the fans what we want. Okay, make Lesnar attend the show, because Lord only knows his ass has not been to the fucking show in how many months? I lost track. A long time ago. Yeah, because Granny and I realized something. That's out of our control. We don't work in creative. We don't work as an agent for wrestling. We just watch... I am re- I am a retired professional wrestling manager who keeps learning no matter what about professional wrestling. But, Granny, I think the positives that come out of this is we finally get to see a structured show. And I, is it yes. Is Swing has the crust on, on uh, Alexa Bliss? Oh, he, he just – he absolutely um... – Alexa Bliss and and Edge are his two favorite people, I think, ever in the WWE. I mean, he even said he would take a bump from Alexa Bliss last night. He would take a bump from Edge. He would let Edge spear him, you know. He would let Alexa Bliss give him a bump, you know, because that's how a diehard fan is. I thought it was kind of funny last night on, on Raw when um, see Corey Gray? the camera uh, – the, the guy had the coffee cup, and he was knocking on her door, and he walked in, and she was changing, and she, I, of course, I had the TV muted because I couldn't hear what she said because I was on uh, Attitude Era Live last night at that time, but it was kind of funny, and the guy stayed there with his eyes over, his head over his eyes, trying to set the coffee cup down on the table so he doesn't spill it. 
Oh, that was funny. But did you see, Granny, there was a bunch of memes made about Corey Graves? Oh, yes. Oh, that was so funny. I'm like, Corey, make up your mind. Mandy Rose or Alexa Bliss? Mm-hmm. Because I think it'd be mm-hmm. hilarious if they if they surprised him since they're co-branded and Alexa Bliss made him choose between her, the goddess, or Mandy Rose, the whatever she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Granny, I just I thought of something last night. It's kind of funny in my own head. I go, you know that scene in Cinderella, the animated version, when Cinderella's trying to talk nice about Lucifer? Mm-hmm. Because Bruno absolutely hates Lucifer. I just thought of something. He does. The comic bubble popped in. It popped into my head. It said, mm-hmm. you know, Mandy Rose has her good points, too. She, sometimes she, there must be something good about her. Yep. <laughs> that would be funny. I'm thinking, oh, dude, it was great because last night's show, I said, like I said, the only thing, the only nitpick I have is, okay, so are we feuding Lashley with Rollins? Are we putting a stomp on the back or stamp on the back that Lashley won the title? What's the what's the angle here? What are we going? I'm trying to. I'm sorry, guys. Sometimes I go into worker mode and I'm like, I don't know why they did that because I thought for sure Ambrose is going to hold on to his title in a dirty fashion. But how can you hold on to it in a dirty fashion when Leo Rush is there? Yeah, I mean, but you know, Dean Ambrose did not have the belt that long, unfortunately, before Lashley took it away from him. So, I'm like you. I'm not sure where they're going with this. But, once again, fans, time will obviously tell. Yeah, I... I saw something on Facebook yesterday. I think it was yesterday I saw it. I'm I'm not sure who posted the picture, but there was a picture of EC3 on one side, Braun Strowman on the other side, and Drake Maverick is in the middle. And it looks like Braun Strowman is, like, holding him up in the air, you know, like, I mean, because his feet are off the ground. His, he's he's not standing flat foot, and he's not standing on a chair. He's just, like, suspended in midair. And somebody had made the comment about they were wondering if Braun Strowman was giving Drake Maverick a wedgie. <laughs> because you just see Drake Maverick standing. I mean, like, he, he he's not standing. I don't believe he was standing on a chair. I mean, but it's just like, you know, like when somebody grabs you by your pants and lifts you up in the air, it looks like Braun Strowman was standing there holding Drake Maverick up in the air. And I don't know where, I don't know who posted it on Facebook, but I just saw a glimpse of it yesterday. I thought that was amazingly funny. Oh, God, I'd die laughing if I saw the pics. Because the guys were smiling in the picture. I thought it was funny, you know I mean? Oh, goodness. Somebody had, caught, they had and said, Spud, Spud, Spud. And then somebody made the comment later on, 
you know, that they they were wondering if, if Ross Sherman was giving Drake Ma- Maverick a wedgie, you know. <laughs> oh, I goodness. wish I could find a picture. I mean, I'm going to have to look at my Facebook and see if I can find that picture. If I find that picture, I'll share it with you. But I, because I, I'm not even sure who in the heck posted it. But it was, it was It's pretty funny, I bet. Oi. So. So. I, um, you know, it's funny, Granny, because one of the times that I've seen Drake Maverick in the picture, I've seen him, I've seen him with uh, Braun Strowman. And this was at, you know, in a weightlifting room or, yeah, weight room. And I'm thinking, what if, what if Braun Strowman and Drake Maverick end up as a pair? Oh, my. I mean, it, could that propel the big man into winning a championship? I don't know. But John Cena kind of had a suspicious handshake on Monday. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I mean, he said congratulations and all, Granny, but never ever trust a man who shakes your hand face to face. Is what I always say, unless it's a severe, you know, real sincere handshake that almost breaks Finn Balor's hand. Now, they see, that would be sincere, but. I always have been weary about Cena from the get-go since he's returned. I mean, he's involved himself in main event matches. He's been on both Raw and SmackDown Live. He's been in a mixed match. Uh, I believe his tag partner was Becky Lynch, which was very odd. Yes, then, it was. Because I sat there going, um, I don't understand, but I'll go with it. Well, what was so amazing last night, you know, when Vince was in the ring getting ready to talk about Braun Strowman, and then all of a sudden John Cena's music hits, he runs to the ring, you know, like he always does in his normal fashion, and, you know, he's talking about, you know, you gave me a chance, and you gave me another chance, you gave me another chance, and I've never let you down. So give me this opportunity, you know, to face, you know, Braun Strowman and I won't let you down. I mean, face Brock Lesnar and I won't let you down. Well, then all of a sudden Drew McIntyre's music hits and no, 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 you know. And then Boring Corbin comes out and then Finn Balor, you know. And then that's where they decide to, Vince decides to make it a fatal four-way. <clears throat> but, you know, I mean, I like John Cena. I mean, I know a lot of people don't. I always have. I mean, I've never had a problem with not liking John Cena, you know. I mean, I don't think I'll ever get to meet the man in person, but, you know, so be it. But I, you know, I would personally, I would love to see Finn Balor just beat the who out of Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble and take that belt back. Because at least we would have a fighting true We would have a true fighting champion if Finn Balor won it. He, Renee Young said something interesting about 
um, how Finn Balor has wrestled over 170 matches last year. He's already wrestled um, 16 matches this year. Can you imagine, Granny, that's a lot of work and that, you know, Vince even, he didn't, what I liked about the promo section was that, okay, so Finn Balor said, I know you don't believe in me, but these people do. I and others can identify with that. Why? Because I and Balor, Shawn Michaels, I wouldn't in the same fucking category, but I can tell you as me, I wouldn't put me in the same category as those gentlemen because those gentlemen have really surpassed expectations for WWE fans. But I will say being an underdog makes me cheer, want to cheer for Finn alongside everybody in the WWE universe. And if you want to cheer for Lesnar, that's your business. But you don't, you, you don't want a champion that does not, in my opinion, in Granny's opinion, I don't speak for Granny, but it's about time we get a champion that represents wrestling. That represents WWE, that's I true. say. I, I, I totally agree. Because if and I have said this before, and I will say it again. If you are a champion of a, of a major title, I would think that as that champion, you would want to be proud enough to defend that championship, to come to work every day and put that title on the line like you're supposed to, not just when you feel like it. <clears throat> I mean... We are the fans, we the fans, and I can't speak for any other fan, and I'm not even going to try, and I'm not certainly not going to speak for B-Train on this either, but me as a fan wants to see a true champion, and we have not had that in such a very, very long time since Lesnar got that belt back. I mean, Roman Reigns stated it. You know, I come to work. I am here X amount of days of the year. I show up for work. I mean, it's no it's no different than working a regular job, people. You don't show up for work, you get fired. And I don't know what makes this man so special that he gets away with whatever he wants to do. Whatever Brock wants, he gets. Whatever he wants to do, he gets. Okay, I'm sorry. WWE, you want to give the fans what they want? Then give us a true champion. A true champion that will go out and defend that title belt proudly. And Finn Balor makes a very valid point. He never technically lost that belt. He had to surrender it because he got injured. You know, I mean, Roman Reigns, his leukemia came back. He had to surrender the belt because he couldn't defend it within the 30 days. So why in the world are you allowing a man like Brock Lesnar just to, oh, well, I don't feel like going to work today, so I'm just going to stay at home. I'm not going to appear on Monday Night Raw tonight. I'm not going to put my title on the line. 
What makes him so special? He's just like everybody else. He's a person. But that's, yeah, you know, uh, that's my opinion, people. Champions, the definition of a champion is someone, and Becky Lynch said it back on November 6th, episode of SmackDown Live. You, a champion defends whether he's sick or hurt, injured. That champion wills him or herself through it all. And I, you know, like, okay, Cody Rhodes has won the NWA championship a lot in Ring of Honor and has lost it, you know, lost to Jay Lethal. But does that stop him from coming to Ring of Honor? No, it does not stop Cody Rhodes. And not just Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks. They were in a ladder match with the Briscoe Brothers and the Soul Cowboys. And, you know, lo and behold, man, what if the Young Bucks or the Briscoe Brothers said, oh, no, my attendance doesn't mean jack shit, so... I don't have to show up to work today. I'm pretty sure Ring of Honor would lose out on a lot of ratings. People would be pissed off. I just recently, you know, granted, because I actually rented out some of the gentlemen that have rental cars. I'm not going to name whom. But they were like, wow, you know, like, what do you what do you think of a, um, this, that, the other? They're just teasing. And I said, no, you know, what I think doesn't matter because it's all up to you guys, the performers. It's about the... I just show you put out for us. If you decide to put out a shitty show, that's what you're gonna. What that's what the fans are going to be given. It all starts with the person. It all begins with the person. So, you know, I got two minutes left on the show, folks. We're gonna segue a little oddly to this advertisement tomorrow. Join me, Wrestle Radio Network, for a special start time. 9 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Central. We're going to have Jaden Roller, one half Yum Buck, not Young Buck, Yum Buck, appearing on Wrestle Radio or Off the Rails Uncensored Part Two. So, Granny, I, you know, it's going to be fun. Going to be, oh, he's one half the tag team champions for Central Empire States Wrestling, or Central Empire Wrestling in Iowa. He has been a champion before that. I did my research, but Jane will be joining us tomorrow, folks, around 8 05 p.m. You can call into the show at 213 Again, it's 213 and to close out the show, folks, you know, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say this afternoon or this evening, whatever, a evening in our case, both sides of the tape, then I got three choice words for you. Then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it, and Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Hulkster had to say today, then what you going to do, folks, when Granny Hulkster runs crazy all over you? Join us again oh, yeah. tomorrow. One public service announcement for all you people watching the football games. Do not drink and drive. That is not prescribed. And also do not throw snowballs at the game. 
All right. No snowball throwing. All right. That does it. Have a good night, day, night, whatever. I got to eat, bitches. I take it. Don't go